Well, the time has finally come. The $1,400 that everybody's been looking forward to are finally hitting our checking accounts. This time, it's even bigger than the previous stimulus. The last time it was $1,200 plus it was a lesser amount for children. This time it's a full $1,400 per individual, including children. This is an incredible amount of money being given out. Now, we know the requirements to receive this money. You need to be an individual making less than $80,000 a year, or you need to be a family making less than $160,000 a year. They estimate, according According to the White House, that about 85% of Americans will get the full $1,400 per person stimulus. Again, this is an incredible amount of money being given out to individuals. And this isn't the only money being given out. The enhanced unemployment benefits, which are the federal benefits on top of the state, are being extended until September, meaning the unemployed individuals will get both their state unemployment every single week, plus an additional $300 from the federal government every week until September. And then we learned in this most recent stimulus that most of that unemployment income is not going to be taxed. So both the $1,400 stimulus check plus $10,200 of unemployment is tax-free income. Now, of course, this has helped Americans to save much more money than usual. The normal savings rate of the U.S. is around 7 to 8%, and during the pandemic, it spiked up to around 33%. People didn't want to spend a lot of their money. They were saving most of what they received, and then it went down to about 14 13%. And now it's spiked back up to 20%. And this amount of stimulus given out, plus our savings rate, has caused Americans to have more money in their pockets than ever before. So that leads us to our big question, what do we do with this money? How do we spend it? It goes without saying that if you're one of the individuals that's unemployed or you're struggling right now, obviously you spend the money on the necessities. That's what it should go to and that's what it's meant for. But there's a lot of people that are gainfully employed right now that have jobs paying them 60, 70,000 a year or as a family up to 150,000 a year that receive the full stimulus amount. And a lot of Americans have more money right now than they've ever had before. So in this video, we're going to discuss the very ways that people are going to spend their money and how I categorize it into these four different categories. We have the noob. This is the lowest level of how to spend your money. It is the way that most people I think will unfortunately spend it. Then we have the amateur. This is one step up from the noob. It's not the worst way to spend your money, but it's still not ideal. Then we have the pro. They spend their money in a good way, but in my opinion, it's not the most optimal way to spend their money. And then of course we have the expert. This is the top tier way to spend your stimulus money. It'll get you further ahead in life than any of these other categories. We're going to look through each of these categories and I'll give a full breakdown of what defines them. So let's go through each of these. We'll start off with the noob. This is the worst way to spend your money. It is the lowest level. This is dumb ways that people are going to spend their money. And unfortunately, I think the majority of Americans will end up spending their money this way. Now, just a little bit of a warning here, a little bit of a trigger warning, if you will. Some of these examples are going to hit home. I know that many of you are going to be looking forward to spending your stimulus money in ways that I'm going to outline here. But regardless, I have to say it anyway, this is the noob way to spend your stimulus. The first example is restaurants and DoorDash and Uber Eats. Once you get your stimulus money deposited into your checking account, all of a sudden that restaurant down the street is going to look a lot more appetizing than making the food in your own kitchen. In your own kitchen, you're going to have to do dishes. You're going to have to prepare food. It's probably not going to taste quite as good as the restaurant. So you're going to take the family out to eat. You're going to use whatever excuse you can to go out and give your money to the restaurants. Another thing you're probably going to do 
is download that DoorDash app or Uber Eats and start clicking buttons to have that food delivered to you at a 30 to 40% premium of what it would have cost just to go pick it up yourself. Just realize that if you do this, you're not just eating the restaurant's food, they're also eating away at your stimulus check. The next example, we have the Michael Jordans. We have the Air Force Ones. A lot of you have that Nike app downloaded. You have the shoes picked out. They're sitting in your shopping cart. You're waiting for that stimulus check to come in so you can pick up a couple new pairs of the Air Force Ones. But realize that what you're doing is transferring that stimulus straight out of your checking account into the pockets of Nike. Next up, of course, we have Costco. While trillions of dollars are being given out in stimulus, Costco's sitting there knowing that they're going to be this giant sponge that sucks up all of that money. You're going to go into Costco with your new stimulus check in your checking account, and you're going to be looking around and amazed at the assortment of new gadgets and goods they have in their giant warehouse. And then you're going to see the new $500 Dyson vacuum or the iRobot one that bumps around in people's living rooms. And you're going to think to yourself, this isn't something that I want. This is something that I need. I need to have this new Dyson vacuum because this one doesn't have a cord. And the one at my house has a cord and it's a little bit older. So you're going to convince yourself to buy this new Dyson vacuum and spend $500 at Costco. And in this exchange, the stimulus check will soon go from being yours to being Costco's. And then, of course, we can't forget Amazon. It's only one click away. You just type in Amazon.com and Jeff Bezos already knows what you want. He's ready. He knows what you're going to buy. He has it displayed right on the homepage of Amazon.com. All you have to do is go and type in the letters, hit enter, and you're going to see things that you need to buy. They're not things that you really want to buy. As soon as you see them, they're going to become necessities. You're going to end up buying them. And in this transaction, your stimulus check will become Jeff Bezos. Now, all of these, like I said, are examples of how the noob will spend their stimulus. And this is how the government is expecting you to spend your stimulus. They want you to go out to restaurants. They want you to go and buy the latest goods and gadgets from different stores because that helps stimulate the American economy. That's what they're expecting you to do, but you don't need to do that. That's not what you need to do with your money. When you go to restaurants, you're handing your money over to them. Try cooking some meals yourself. It's fun. You don't need to order in DoorDash or Uber Eats. You can cook your own meals and it's much cheaper. Turn on YouTube. Make it a fun event. Watch some of the backlog of the Joseph Carlson show while you eat. It can really be a fun thing. Look at your collection of Nike Jordans and Air Force Ones. You already have enough shoes. You don't need to buy more of them. If you go to Costco, that is a black hole that's going to suck away your money. You will find things that you want to buy. You don't need the $500 Dyson vacuum or the robot one that's going to roam around your house and make a lot of noise and bump into things. You simply don't need it. There's better ways to spend your money. And of course, if you log on to Amazon, you're just looking for ways to hand your money over to Jeff Bezos. This is the noob way of spending your stimulus money. It can be avoided. And realize what you're doing with these transactions. You have your stimulus money, which will quickly be transferred into the pockets of shareholders. Your money will turn into Uber Eats, to DoorDashes, to Nikes or Costco's or Amazon's. In many cases, they give that money to the shareholders directly back to them through dividends. That is the transaction that will happen through the majority of the stimulus check. It will go from the people receiving it into the pockets of shareholders. You don't want to be on this side of the transaction. Next up, we have the amateur. The amateur is one step above the noob, but it is a really big step in my opinion. The amateur is defined by spending on things that have longer lasting value. Examples of it are like home improvements. 
You make changes to your house to upgrade it or improve it. That can even in some cases be considered an investment because it can raise the value of your home. So doing home improvements has longer lasting value. You also have things like braces that can be expensive. If you have a stimulus check come in and you have kids that need braces, this can be a good opportunity to use that money on something that will have long lasting value for them. And then we have things like at-home workout equipment. Again, these can be considered investments. If you're buying at-home workout equipment and you use it diligently, you can improve your health, you can improve your wellness, and you can improve your life a lot with a one-time purchase. This isn't necessarily the optimal way to spend your money, but it's definitely not the worst. This is a really good way to spend your money on things that have longer lasting value. Now, next up, we have the pro. The pro is somebody that's very intelligent with their money. They're financially frugal. They're financially prudent. They look for wise ways to use their money. What really defines the pro, as opposed to the amateur or the noob, is the pro has the long-term goal of becoming financially free. And that is what they really focus on, financial freedom financial independence. Most of their financial decisions are centered around becoming financially free. The pro doesn't look for ways to spend their money at Costco or Amazon or on Nike or any other frivolous way of spending their money. They look for ways to get out of debt. They look for ways to further their net worth. The pro does things like pays off their credit cards. They never hold a credit card debt. The pro tries to pay down their student loans as quickly as possible so that they're not paying any interest and they don't have that weighing them down. The pro also pays off any medical debts. They focus on paying off anything that costs them money and the pro diligently saves any extra money in high yield savings accounts. The big defining difference between the pro and the amateur and the noob is that the pro looks for ways to save their money. They don't look for excuses to spend it. Now, moving on, we have the very top tier, the expert. This is the most prudent, the most savvy, the most intelligent way to spend your stimulus check. The expert has one similarity between them and all the other groups, including even the noobs. And that is that the expert loves the concept of work-free money. They love earning money while they sleep. That's something that the expert really loves and appreciates. The difference is, is that if you're an expert, you're not satisfied with one stimulus check. That doesn't cut it for you. Getting a $1,400 stimulus check and then saying, okay, I'm good, and then asking the government for more and more and more is not the strategy that the expert wants to pursue. They know that that's really not attainable. The government's not going to be giving this out indefinitely, but the expert really wants to have more of this earned money while they sleep. So what does the expert do? They're creative and they look for ways to earn cash flow, not pay it. They look for ways to earn dividends, not fund them. The expert has a goal to build themselves a quote unquote stimulus every single month. They love having this money that they don't have to work for, and so they make it an active goal to construct this type of event to happen every single month. And they realize that this is something that they can accomplish. They have all the tools to be able to do it. Warren Buffett, of course, is the ultimate example of the expert. He famously said, if you don't find a way to earn money while you sleep, you'll work until you die. He's advising everyone to find ways to earn money while they sleep. And he has done this for himself. If you look at his top holdings, Apple, Bank of America, Coca-Cola, Kraft Heinz, American Express, and Bancorp. These are boring companies, but they pay massive amounts of passive income. Just this year alone, in 2021, Warren Buffett is expected to earn almost $4 billion in dividends. Without lifting a finger, he's going to earn that money from passive income just from dividends paid to him because of the companies that he owns. Now, there's a lot of people that say, This might work for Warren Buffett. He's able to do this, but I'm never going to achieve passive income. This goal isn't realistic for me. That is not true. 
We have all the tools to be able to accomplish that. M1 Finance is a good platform for dividend investors. It helps you easily reinvest all of your money back into it. I have my portfolio that I've built up over the past couple of years that I've now reached a level where I've been paid $6,000 in dividends. That might seem like a small amount for a couple of years, but the rate at which I'm getting paid dividends is growing dramatically. We can look at the timeline month over month. Looking back at 2018, that's where I first started. I went from earning $0 to earning $9 a month. That was very exciting at the time, even though it was just $9 a month. In February of 2021, I earned $395 in dividends of completely passive income. I didn't have to do a thing for it. This is, in a sense, a stimulus. The only difference is I earn this money every single month. I earn it all the time, not just a couple times a year. And it's not reliant on the government. This is money from companies that I have ownership of. Don't be discouraged by the doubters or pessimists that will tell you that you can't attain passive income, that it's only something that the mega rich like Warren Buffett or that the super wealthy can attain. That's simply not true. I show examples of my portfolio every single week and every single month and the progress that I'm making towards this goal. I'm now making $400 a month in passive income. That is a lot of money. Soon it will be $500 and $600 and then soon enough $1,000. That will be a meaningful amount of passive income that's not reliant on the government, but it's similar to a stimulus check, money that I don't have to work for. And I'm not the only example of this. If we go to my Discord that you get access to if you're a Patreon member, there's lots of people trying to accomplish this same goal and some people that have already accomplished it. One member just earned $2,500 in dividends just last month. $2,500 in passive income in one month. And just in the past couple of years, he's earned $18,000 in dividends. That is an incredible landmark. There's somebody else that doubted saying, does anybody really live off of dividends? Is there anybody really retired and living off of them? One member of the Discord says, yes, I'm here now. And he posted a screenshot of his projected yearly income from E-Trade, which is $60,000. He's going to earn $60,000 in 2021 just from dividends. This is people living off a passive income. So this isn't a pipe dream. It's not something that's unattainable. I talk to people on my Discord every single day that earn a tremendous amount of money through passive income. They have free cash flow generated from their passive income, from their dividends that helps them snowball into buying more and more stocks. And that helps them dramatically in generating wealth. I've heard the same negative thing since the very beginning. Dividends don't matter. It doesn't make a difference. You know, you shouldn't really try to live off of them. You're never going to reach that goal in the future. Uh, It's something that you really shouldn't even focus on. And since that time, from starting and hearing all these doubters and skeptics, I've gone from earning in one month $9 or $16 to earning almost $400. $400 is meaningful. That is a lot of money in passive income. That's a lot of money I didn't have to work for. That same feeling that you get when you see the stimulus check, arrive in your checking account. Those same endorphins that you get from seeing that free money is the same feeling I get every time I see money show up in my cash balance. But the big difference in my case is that I get this money all the time, every single week, every single month. It's not reliant on a stimulus check from the government. It's not reliant on some type of legislation being passed. I get this money from owning productive companies. So what I plan on doing I'm going to use the money that these companies pay me to aggressively reinvest back into this portfolio. And then this amount of earned dividends will go up dramatically. I see it doubling and tripling and quadrupling over time. And I'll show you this week by week on this channel. I'll show you what I'm buying, the cash flow that I produce from it, and where this portfolio is headed. 
So if you're interested in following this type of progress of building up this stimulus check every single month and building up this passive income stream, make sure you subscribe to the channel. But that is all for now. That is the four ways of spending your stimulus check from noob to expert. If you want to grow wealth, make sure you're spending it like the pro and like the expert. Build up that passive stream of income. Make this stimulus check a monthly thing, not a one-time event. But that is all for now. I'll talk to you guys next time.